you, you are not how I remember you from class. I mean, like, not at all. I gotta go. Wait, wait, hold on. Tell me why you're doing this. Seriously. Why do you do it? Money? Mainly? There you go. Nah, come on. Man, some straight like you, giant stick up his ass, all of a sudden at age, what, 60, he's just gonna break bad? I'm 50. It's weird, is all, okay? It, it doesn't compute. Listen, if you've gone crazy or something, I mean, if you've, if, if you've gone crazy or depressed, I'm, I'm just saying. That's something I need to know about. Okay? I mean, that, that affects me. I am awake. <laughs> what? Buy the RV. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode, well, not another, well, kind of another episode of The Bad Pod, a Breaking Bad podcast, which is also a part of the Phenomena Nations podcast network, the podcast that I host. Oh, that, that was, was a, a doozy. That was a long intro. Yep. Anyway, so, welcome back. We decided to do the first official episode on the same day. As the anniversary of Phenomena Nation's podcast, my other podcast, as I previously mentioned. Woo! Yeah, April 3rd. Um, it may not, you may not be able to listen to it April 3rd because it's still distributing because it's a new podcast, but, you know. Anyway, Charlie, what have you been doing today? What have I been doing? I watched season one, episode one of Breaking Bad, and I took some notes. <laughs> Me too. All right. How much notes did you take? I have about a page and a half. <laughs> I have nine pages. Oh my gosh. I I was gonna write a lot of notes, but then I decided not to. Yeah, because I'll do that work. Yeah, you can do that work. <laughs> so lazy. Hey, I got some. Anyway, so let's just get on with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, we got to introduce ourselves. I'm Max. And I'm Charlie. Welcome. And I guess we should just get right into it because, you know. Uh, okay, so we're just going to give you a run through the events and stuff that we noticed. Yes. Um, so the opening scene is this really cool scene where, the, where an, the first thing you see is a pair of pants flying down on the ground and an RV running over them. Um, you kind of, then you get a shot of the inside of the RV where you see a naked dude driving with two dead bodies in the back and a dude unconscious mm-hmm. in the driver's side seat, in the passenger seat. Then the car, I believe the car crashes and then you see Walt recording his tape of... Yeah, that was a, of the, uh, of his confession almost. Yeah, he's Except... like, he says to his, um... His family, I love you, Skylar. And then he goes, you guys will figure out what's been going on the next few days, which is a lie. 
Yeah. Um, but that's a really a really good scene because I I like the way that the camera switches between an actual the the camcorder and then just regular uh, a regular recording like for the show, and I think I thought that was really clever. Yeah, the cinematography in Breaking Bad is really interesting. That's probably my that and the soundtrack are my favorite parts of the uh, of the show. Yeah, they did a really really good job. It's actually dubbed one of the best TV shows. Rightfully so. Yeah. Um. Then we see him pointing the gun down the road, waiting for the sirens to come, and then it cuts to the intro. Yes, that is. I love every single Breaking Bad episode whenever they cut to the intro they always end at such a good part that instantly it it just instantly gets you into the episode i agree very much so it's a i think that's one of the parts that makes it so interesting and um suspenseful almost i'd say Mm -hmm. and it always gives you an option to skip the intro but i never skipped the intro yeah we, I, I did for the first little bit, but then I realized it's five seconds, so, you know, just leave it. Yeah, get to your like show. It, yeah. Exactly. Okay, so then it goes to a screen that says, three weeks earlier. Mm-hmm. And we see um, Walt getting up uh, in the early morning, and he does that walker thing. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't know what that was for, but... <laughs> I don't know. It's and his, in the morning, it's his fiftieth birthday, so he gets yeah. breakfast. So we see his wife Skyler, who's we learn later is a garbage, garbage human being. I do um, not like her. She's terrible. But that's for another episode. <laughs> um. So she she did seem pretty all right in the first couple episodes, but you know, save that well, for later. You, you you can notice just, like, little things. Like, later in the episode, she's like, I don't like it when you shut me out. And I literally wrote on my notes, Skylar is the most dislikable character ever. She is. You know, I liked, uh, freaking, I like Hank more than I like Skylar. And, I... you know, I did, actually, I do like Hank a lot in the earlier parts of the seasons. But at the part where I'm at, he's very dislikable. So you mm-hmm. you're you're not there yet. But well, right now I don't really like Hank. He, I just find him a really annoying character. He is pretty annoying. Yeah, very obnoxious. I'd say. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we see his veggie bacon in a for in the form of a fifty on his eggs. And what? you ever had fried bologna? No, I have not. <laughs> Well, you're you're missing out. Just put a piece of bologna on a frying pan, and that's what the veggie bacon looks like. I I haven't had bologna in years. I, I don't like bologna. It's really salty. You're weird, man. I love bologna. I feel like not a lot of people besides, like, children like bologna. <laughs> children and rednecks. Children and rednecks are the only people that eat bologna. Yep. Children, rednecks, and boomers. That's true. My grandpa eats bologna 24-7. Mine too. Alright, back to Breaking Bad. (laughs) 
Um, later, Skyler asked if Walt took his echinacea after he was coughing. What is that? What does that do? I it's some sort of medicine. I'm not sure. Google um, it. I can't right now. Why not? Because I don't have any googling sources around me. What do you mean? You got your phone. I can close out of the app. I think so. I hope so. All right, I'm trusting you. Am I still yep, recording? Tra- yes, you are. Okay, how do you spell echinacea or whatever um, it is? I think it's E-C-H-I-N-A-T-I-A. I probably wrote that down wrong, but try that. Um, the Exciting Escapades of the Bad Pod with Max and Charlie. <laughs> it's, okay, I googled it. It's a plant-based herb thing that basically helps with blood sugar healthy cell growth breast cancer and walt isn't a girl manages anxiety lowers blood pressure blood pressure reduces inflammation and fights the flu so i think it's just like a vitamin oh okay that's cool cool so as we can tell walt has no previous diseases or anything that we know of yeah that we know of yeah and even later in the series we don't learn anything about that he, he seems to be a pretty healthy dude all around yeah okay so then it cuts to a scene of walt driving his child walter jr who must be a blessing because they get good parking because of him man <laughs> do you want a disabled child just so you could get good good parking well you know maybe <laughs> maybe okay well, i'm de- i i don't mind walking from the end of the walmart parking lot to the store because you know I- i'm most likely gonna go buy some junk food in there so you know get- better get your workout but <laughs> get your exercise you know, yeah so well, you know i'm well, not i'm not picky though Walmart parking lots are huge, though. <laughs> yeah. They're gross. Yeah. Terrible places to be. Okay, so... Then, okay. Then we see Walt in the school. Uh, he's kind of... What I kind of gathered from it, he's kind of working like a dead-end job, almost, except he's a teacher. Yeah. You can see, um, just from it, the way his students act, and compared to the way he is... He's very overqualified for that job, just mm-hmm. from what I can tell, and from what in the future show you can tell from Walt's experience, he seems very over, over, um, what's the word I just said? Overqualified? Qualified. Yeah, that one. And in the morning when he's getting ready for the the day you can see in his future baby's room in hanging up there's a, a an award that he got for his yeah. smartness so you can tell that he's definitely just for his work- smartness yeah but yeah yeah I, I i did notice that too but huh yeah I so do- i don't like his students <laughs> I just wrote down, Chads are terrible people. Because he just drags the chair over the classroom and annoys the crap out of Walt. Like, seriously? Yeah. 
And yeah, and then we see um, right after the school scene, we see Walt working at Eyebrows' car wash. Right? Yeah, and then he he needs some extra money. Yeah, and then he's washing Chad's car, and then Chad's just a dick there too. I know, like I don't understand the point of bullying anyone, and I can't believe that the kid has more power over Walt. That's because Chads are terrible people. Every single yeah. one named Chad. Bad yeah, person. Okay. Fair enough. Um. So then we see him driving home after getting bullied by a student. <laughs> um. We and we see him trying to close his glove box, but. It's not closing, right? And I was just thinking, is that like a metaphor for later in the show when he can't leave, he he can't close the door between him and the math business or am I just overthinking that? No, that's a very good observation. I mean, there's a lot of little things like there's an easter egg in the classroom where there's a painting of a girl with bangs next to a skull. And I think that indicates Jane in the future and how Jane dies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, If you didn't listen to the last, like, episode zero, there's going to be spoilers for for now and, like, every episode ever. Yeah. And I just, I thought that was a really little thing that kind of foreshadows. Yeah. I I also noticed, I'm not sure what to make of it, but you remember the pink teddy bear after the plane crash later in the in the series? Yep. Um it when they were in Jane's room, um later in season three or end of two or beginning of three, um that there's you know that mural behind her bed that she painted on her wall? Yeah. Her flying through space, right behind her is a pink teddy bear. Really? Yeah, so I don't know what to make of that either. I don't know what that means, but I guess we could talk about it more when that comes. Yes. Alright, um... So now we're uh, introduced to Hank at Walter's uh, birthday party, right? Yes, Hank is such a, like, I don't... I feel like he's a guy that would just spend a lot of time in Vegas and he's just your your fun uncle, you know? Yeah. You're kind of a dick fun uncle, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, so, and then we, um, this is where we l- learn that um, Walter is taking an interest in meth making. Because on the TV... Hank is, he's part of the DEA, so he's uh, he was on the television news after drug bust. And this spikes Walt's interest. And Hank offers him a ride-along when they're going to go bust a uh, meth lab. Right? Yeah, and I can't believe no one is, like, questioning why Hank is suddenly interested in meth. Like, it, was that not a trigger for anyone? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. But um, what I did notice, though, that I didn't notice the first time watching it, is that Walter was interested in making meth before he learned about his cancer. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that begs the question, 
I heard this on another podcast. Um, is Walt a good guy who kind of turns bad or is in bad situations? Or is he a bad guy that flourishes once he gets into this environment of crime? What do you think? Well, oh, I say that he's a bad guy all along because you see that he, from the beginning, he is such an asshole to Jesse. And yeah, you kind of see like little things that kind of pop out Heisenberg like later in the episode one, you see, um, of Walter Jr. getting bullied in the clothing store, and then hey, hey, or Walt walks around and beats the kids up to the that ground. That was great. That was my favorite scene. I I took that less as a um as a scene where it makes him that uh, uh, shows that he's a bad. Get more as a scene where he feels in control and he's. You could see that. So I think I scene where he's like, you know what? I'm gonna make my own fate. I'm gonna change what mm-hmm. I'm doing now. But that's just me. There's a hun- there's a hundred different ways someone could interpret well, well, that. Scene, my right? way of thinking of it is that when he walks into the into the store again, you can see his like that kind of head down a bit, stri- eyes straight. Kind of that Heisenberg look, that evil look he has on his face. And I'm just thinking that's kind of a... Like, I get it, he's defending his son or whatever, but it just kind of shows a little peak of Heisenberg. Yeah, that's kind of the beginning Mm -hmm. of it. So, then right after that, we see um, Hank... uh, No, not Hank. uh, Walter back at the car wash... And he notices um, a girl getting her car washed. And then he kind of coughs and then he just passes mm-hmm. out. And then this is... What do you think... Oh, what... go ahead. Okay. Um, I was just wondering, what do you think that girl signified? What do you think the point of having that girl in the picture was there? I don't know. I say it indicate. Are you drinking right now? Yeah. I made. I have a a liter and a half of cream soda that I have to get. Stay hydrated. Um, what do you think it indicates? I actually don't know. I. That's the one thing that I couldn't figure out. Because it. I think that had some sort of significance. Well, it has to. It's Breaking Bad. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think the... I don't know what it is, but it definitely... There's something there. Maybe this is a stretch, but her dress was green, and green signifies cancer. And as soon as he looked at her, he, like, passed out. And then we later learn he has cancer. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but maybe that's... Maybe that's a stretch, but, you know. Yeah, it's a little bit of a stretch. To each their own. To each yeah. their own, I guess. Do you have any no, theories? No, not really. I didn't really look at that. Alright. Um, next scene, he wakes up in an ambulance, and um, 
then then he's at the hospital and he learns that he has inoperable lung cancer. Yes. And I wonder why he didn't ask anyone. Like, the paramedic was like, do you need to call anyone? And he said no. Why do you think he didn't want to tell Skylar? Because, I think it's because um, they're in a tight financial situation and he didn't want to have her worry about having to pay for that, right? So he thought, better keep it a secret that makes it all go away. I think that's... That's definitely what's what what um what I think he thinks is that if I just don't t- talk about it, it'll just yeah. go away, right? That's kind of his mentality. Yeah, I agree learned. with you. I think that's that's the case. And then um, you know how he was looking at um the mustard stain while the uh, doctor was yep. talking about his cancer. I think that that's because Walt's a chemist and he loves attention to detail, so he noticed that mustard scene. And that's kind of, I think that's kind of, kind of why he wanted to join the meth business because he's in control. He controls mm-hmm. the details, right? Yeah. So, um, then we see him at the car wash again, and he, uh, he just freaks out on eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. That was a good scene. He just quits his job. Yeah, that was a good scene. I hate I hate eyebrows. Bad person, I think. Um, that's another little peak of Heisenberg, I think. Just the just the the big balls yeah. of anger that he throws at everyone. But I also yeah. think it's just it's because he just learned that he has lung cancer, you know? Yeah, yeah I think yeah, I think it's kind of a Thing of anger, yeah. almost. One second, I got all right. right all right, we wait for Max to finish his talk. Oh yeah, that that was leader and half. Oh, <sighs> excuse me. Any louder? No, I'll I probably forget. could, but you know. Um, and then we see him throwing matches in the pool. That, um, do you think that means anything, or do you just think that's him? I kind of think it's finding trying to find something. I think it's him just kind of realizing that he has lung cancer and he's just kind of in this state of sadness because, oh, I'm, I'm gonna die, you know? I think it's just him kind of stepping back and realizing what what's what happened to him yeah I, I i think that i think that's just a way for him to ponder stuff mm-hmm. then we see he takes up the the ride along on the meth raid the the offer mm-hmm. and that's... um sorry you go that scene, I don't know why, but it made me laugh because Hank and I forget the other guy's name. They just they make a Gomez. bet on what Gomez. Gomez. They make a bet on what race the um, meth dealer is. My favorite line, and my favorite thing that Hank says ever is just, "I'll bet you five bucks he's a beaner." <laughs> that's 
It's the, that's my favorite. That's my most favorite line that Hank ever says. See, it's a racist, cool uncle. That's yeah, that's exactly. literally that's Hank. That's Hank, exactly. Um. So then we and they they were talking about Cap and Cook, right? And then they go in to check on it to see if Walt can go in yet, right? Mm-hmm. And then Walt, as soon as they're gone, Walt looks over and sees, um, his future partner Jesse banging the uh the neighbor girl All right, are we going to go from where are we going to go from? Um where we were before. So, uh where when you last heard us we just um we just connected but what we were saying is that Jesse just about dies within the first 10 seconds we meet him because he falls off the neighbor lady's roof yes <laughs> which is funny because there's so many times that Jesse gets beaten up like i swear it could become a drinking game yeah i'd play that game <laughs> Take a shot every time Jesse gets beaten up in the Breaking Bad series. Alright. I'm down. <laughs> well, it has to be, like, something really gross, like, uh, like, Fireball. I've never had it. I just, like, hear it's disgusting. Fireball is, yeah. I've never had it either, but it's probably really gross. Yeah. Sounds gross. Actually, it sounds really cool, but, you know, you really... Cool things just sound gross. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so then both of them see each other. So Walt sees Jesse and Jesse sees Walt. And so Jesse tells him to shh, 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 right? And then, then, he, uh, then Jesse gets in his car and Walt notices his license plate, the captain. Which is so, like, it's so weird because why would Jesse put the captain as license place? Because that easily could be traced and then everyone would know that he is the one that cooks the mess. I don't think he's that dumb. I know, like... But apparently he is. (laughs) Yeah. Alright, so... So he notices that. And Walt tracks him down to his, to to his place, to Jesse's place, and um, then he threatens Jesse to threatens to by going to the police to Jesse so that they can cook together, which is such a like distinct scene because imagine if your old science teacher asked you to cook meth. Yeah. <laughs> So then the next day we see Walt going to the school and stealing a bunch of stuff to make meth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then um and then and he brings it to Jesse's house. Yeah, so then Jesse's like, What the heck? We're not cooking here. We're gonna we're gonna buy a van. No, not a van. Yeah. A trailer. I don't know what it is called. Uh R V. An R V. There we go. And so what I kind of noticed in the scene where he brought all the stuff to Jesse's and he's very specific about what he wants to do. And I think that goes with his attention to detail. He's very invested and wants to do it right. 
Yeah. Because and, he's in control now, right? Yeah, and, like, whenever Jesse... Jesse's like, Chili Peas, my signature. And he's like, no, we are making chemically pure 90... I think it's 91. 99.1. 99.1. 99.1. 99.1% yeah. chemically pure. Yeah. So... Then they have the rolling lab idea, like you said, with the RV. Mm-hmm. And then, then we see a scene of Walt and Jesse at a bank, and Walt brings Jesse all the money in his name to buy the RV. Which is a very, um, very uh, lengthy, like, it's a very risky thing to do, because previously... I remember uh, Skyler saying, why did you use the MasterCard for fifteen ninety nine? Which means that Skyler knows of every purchase that he makes and every time that he takes money out of his account. So yeah. I, I don't think Skyler does find out, but I can't believe that he just like decides to take seven grand out of his, out of his account. Yeah. Yeah. Very. And that's a very good scene with the interaction between Walt and Jesse, I really enjoyed that part. Um, I really liked the way that they talked. The, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Um, Aaron Paul is probably the greatest actor in the world. <laughs> just really? for this show. Yeah. Just for the, the show. Just, just the way he acts and talks and mm-hmm. the, his, not just his, um, talking, but his physical involvement in each of his roles. I just really enjoy his work. Mm-hmm. I think I believe he got multiple awards for his role as Jesse. Yeah, I would assume. I would hope too. Hey, did you hear that him and um Brian Cranston started a uh, tequila company? Yes, I followed him on Instagram and I saw that. Awesome. Yeah. I'm trying to convince my parents to buy one just for shiggles. <laughs> just for awesome. shiggles. It would. Yeah, I think I think yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> so then then we see then the next scene we see is Walter Jr. trying on some pants. Oh, this beloved scene. I love that scene, man. <laughs> my favorite um line is when he says they're shrunk. I don't know what that means, but I like it. <laughs> that, I think that means good. They're in that but. entire scene is just I really like the scene too. Yeah. I I and then we see um the kids making fun of Walter Jr. and then Walt goes out the back of the store and comes in the front. We talked about this earlier. And then he comes in the front and then he just actually Act absolutely shreks the one kid, and like steps on his calf. Yeah, and, he, and he's a uh, yeah. And he's like, how? I I. What does he say? How does it feel to having trouble walking? Having trouble walking. That's what it is. And um, and I really enjoyed that scene. That that was a really feel good scene. I'm gonna be honest, but because you, we can see that Walt, I, you, I think you see it as him as a scene where we can see his badness showing. I see, I see it as a scene where he is coming out of his shell. He's a, like he said in the scene previously, I am awake Mm -hmm. uh, in at the bank. I think, I think that's a scene where he's 
coming out of his shell and he's like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna quit being such a wuss and i'm gonna i'm gonna do something important with my life mm-hmm. and then that that's kind of what i saw but no. well this question is is the coming out of his shell a good thing because once yeah yeah that's the thing is it really a good thing or is it is Heisenberg showing. Yeah. Yeah. And then the one line he said, take your shot, kid, better make it good. You only get one. Is mm-hmm. the is that that's um that's a line that he used um a couple times later in the series and I think that's where you kind of see the Heisenberg showing. Yeah. Because he says that to Gus, I think, later, and I think he says that to Tuco. So it's, or maybe not. It's kind of the foreshadowing, hey. Yeah, but I, that was a really good line. I I love the way he just taught. Just he ruled that line. It's very good. <laughs> okay, and then we see. Then right after that, we see um, him and Jesse going to their first cook in the desert. That scene, the cooking meth scene, is probably one of my favorite scenes. I just, I honestly love that scene. Yeah, I I liked how Jesse called the barn a cow house. <laughs> that was funny, especially living out here where we, where both you both of us know the lingo, kinda. Mm-hmm. Even though barn isn't lingo, but you know we mm-hmm. just know the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> then we see uh, Walter taking off all his clothes to, because he doesn't want his to go home smelling like a meth lab. He said. Mm-hmm. Which shows how attention to detail he is. Yeah. And then takes and then we see them going in and Jesse takes out a camcorder, which we see earlier before the intro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Walt makes him put it away, which is a very funny scene. <laughs> that was the be- that was probably the best scene in the entire entire episode. I like the just the cooking mess scene because it's such a, yeah. lots of cinematography in it. Oh jeez, I just spilled my water everywhere. Oh no! <laughs> I'll clean it up. Well done. It's not important. It is important. Okay. But the, all right. Um, sorry. You go. The cinemata. I just love the cinematography at every cooking oh, mess scene. I just really like it. I find it fascinating. <laughs> I I enjoy the way that they where Yeah, I I definitely think it's very different the way that they film the montages compared to a lot of the other shows, a lot other parts of the show. My favorite montage was um you haven't seen this part yet, but it's in season 5. It's when they're uh when they kind of run the empire, but mm-hmm. That's a good one. We'll we'll talk about that when it comes, but <laughs> Yeah. Then when we're um, then when they're finished, the, uh, Jesse's wanting to take a piece of it, like take try it out, and that's where I always think, don't get high off your own supply, man. And it just it shows how Jesse kind of is taking this job not very seriously, and then you got Hank who's taking it, or not Hank Walt who's taking it over, Walt, yeah. over, overly serious, over seriously, yeah. And yeah, I would definitely agree with that. I think Jesse's kind of like a kid, 
and Walter's the adult, right? Walter's kind of the babysitter. Yeah, Walter's the babysitter and Jesse's the kid. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So then uh, Jesse goes to Crazy 8 for distribution and his former partner Emilio, who was the one who got arrested at the drug at the meth bust, uh, is at Crazy 8's place. Yeah, and they make and they make him take and Je- and they make Jesse take them to the cook site. Which how long would it take to get them there? Because they're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. They got time, I guess. Sure. <laughs> and then when they get there, it's clear that they're they're uh they were gonna kill them, so Walt teaches the rest uh tells them to that they'll that he'll teach them the recipe. Mm-hmm. And so there, Jesse hits his head on a rock trying to run away because you know Jesse's not the smartest person. Because it's Jesse. <laughs> yeah, because his his pants are hanging so low he probably tripped over them. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> He's wearing pants that are three sizes too big. That's that's probably why he died. He should go to the he should go to the clothing store that Walter Junior was shopping at. Yeah, he gets some shrunk jeans, bro. <laughs> Pretty much. Any anything nice, I'm just gonna refer to it as shrunk, even though, if that's not what it means. Because you know, you're cool. I'm cool like that. I'm shrunk. All right. Um, so... so Amelia's smoking a cigarette in the lab, and Walt makes him throw it out. But you know, always put out your cigarettes before you throw them out if you smoke. Because otherwise you can start a bushfire like Emilio did. Yeah, and then Walt starts freaking out. He's like, how am I going to get this freaking bushfire? Yeah, Yeah. so they just decide to leave. But before that, um, Walt takes the red phosphorus that they were using and he puts it on the, like, forcefully puts all of it on the pan, making phosphine gas to kill kill Emilio and Crazy Eight. Don't, Don't... All of those moves that he has, because I think in the end when he tries to, or like later in the season when he tries to run away from Tuco, it's like those scenes are so good because you can see that he's putting his chemistry into, he's using his chemistry, but in a bad way, like to run away from drug dealers. They're trying to kill him, yeah. 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 So then we're kind of back to the beginning. They're um, driving. We see Walt driving the uh, RV down the road very fast. And then we see him crash. Mm-hmm. They kind of skip the camcorder scene, but we see him put the camcorder on a rock close to the RV. And then he realizes that the uh, there is a bushfire and then he starts freaking out. Yeah. yeah so then there. So then he crashes, right? And then he's back to the beginning where he's pointing the gun down the road. Then he decides to turn the gun on himself and fire, except there's no, it didn't fire. It didn't and fire. I'm just going to point out something there. Um, if you have, if you're, if you ha- don't want spoilers, I assume I, I tell you to skip ahead 20 to 30 seconds. But the fact that the gun didn't go off, I think is foreshadowing to show that Crazy 8 was a snitch. Right, because just in case the gun accidentally go off, he didn't want that on his hands. Right? Yeah, that makes sense. Did, yeah, I was. 
you do you uh you remember Crazy Eight being the snitch, right? Yes, I do. Okay, cool. So I think that was kind of foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. But then that didn't go off, so he's still alive. And then he realizes that um the sirens were fire the sirens were fire trucks going to put out the bush fire that they started. Which I like how none of the like one of the firefighters look back to see like what the heck is this man doing, but nobody is going to help this man that's crashed with no pants. Just a on. naked dude with a gun. Just yeah. Just casual everyday stuff. Just go yeah, just go past him. Don't don't even don't even look twice. <laughs> oh my god. Then um then that yeah, that was kind of a relief for him, so Mhm. Yeah. Then um. Then they got this sick Mick Harvey tune, which I did like. It was "Out of Time," man. That was a good song. Then um, he goes home, and that's kind of the end. That's the end of the episode. That's the. Yeah. So, what were your overall thoughts on this episode? I think it's the best TV pilot that I've ever seen. Really. Yeah. Well, you. I will say I was. When I first watched it, I was supposed to watch one episode, but then I watched the entire season. So, the first episode got me extremely, extremely hooked. Oh, very good. Very good show. I loved it. From, uh, Yeah, just all good. Are you finished Breaking Bad? Um, not yet. I'm on, I think I got um, three or four episodes left. Oh, I'm not even done season three, so... My, how are you ever, are we ever going to get this done? We'll get it done one of these days. <laughs> Man. Oh, well, you will figure it out. It, you'll probably get it done soon. We'll get it done. Oh, yeah. Um, anyway, um, yeah. Check out Phenomenon Nation's podcast of the Phenomenon Nation's podcast network along with this podcast. Um, visit us at anchor.fm slash thebadpod. Any questions or comments or suggestions for anything um, or anything you noticed in the show that we didn't, please e- email us at the at thebadpodshow at gmail.com. And I think that's it. It is it. I think we're concluding uh, our episode. Yeah, uh, I think that, yeah. Thank you for coming on and... Um, Tell your mom I said hi. Party on, Wayne. Party on, Garth. We'll see you next week. Well, technically, we won't see you, and you won't see us. But, you know, I hope you listen, because, you know, it's a good podcast. Thank you. See ya. (laughs) 